Hallelujah. Um, I welcome you this afternoon, and um, I would like to kindly ask that um, we pray together. All right, so I want us to spend um, a few moments praying together, and then what we are going to do from there is to get straight into the Word of God. So whether you're watching from your living room, whether you're watching from your um, bedroom, whether you're watching from your car, wherever you're watching from or listening from, um, I want us just to get into prayer together, all right? And um, uh, as we are doing that, there is something specific that the Spirit of the Lord has placed upon my heart earlier today, and that's from the book of Romans, chapter 8, verse 26. So, verse 26, the, um, let's read together. Romans, chapter 8, verse 26. The Bible reads, Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. So what this means is for you and I to struggle in prayer on our own is an act of foolishness. <laughs> Hallelujah. The reason being, we have been given a helper who is meant to assist you and I in our prayers. So I want us just to begin to pray. And um, wherever you're watching from, just begin to pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you and I give you all the honor because of this lovely day, my God. Here we are once more, my God, on a beautiful day where we are about to share the word together, where we are about to minister, where we are about to have a wonderful time in your presence. My God, I exhort you and I glorify you because there is no one like your Father. You are a God of love. You are a God of justice. You are a God who answers. You are a God who heals. You are a God who gives. And right now, my Father, I appreciate you because of this wonderful time that we have in the mighty name of Jesus. You are saying in your word from the book of Romans that you have given us the aid, the assistance from and by the Holy Spirit. That if we do not know how to pray, the Holy Spirit is there to help us in our weaknesses. Father, here we are, my God. I speak, my Lord, that anyone and everyone who is listening to my voice right now, I declare that they be filled with the Holy Spirit in the mighty name of Jesus. I announce that God, whoever is watching, whoever is listening, may they be filled with the Spirit of the Lord in the mighty name of Jesus. Your word is saying that, God, this is your doing, that you have enabled the Spirit of the Lord to assist us in our prayer. Right now, my God, I want to announce that no one is going to struggle in prayer in the name of Jesus. Oh, just pray where you are. Lina Lamosa Namakite. Lembe Nisa. In their living rooms. Luna Makita Kosota. I declare that God, they are filled by the Spirit of the Lord in the name of Jesus. Every living room, I announce that the Spirit of the Lord is there with you. You are filled in Jesus' name. Every ear that is hearing my voice, I declare that you are filled in the name of Jesus. For this is according to the word of God. Or oh, join me, just to pray where you are and gear yourself, prepare yourself because something unique is about to happen. The word of God says from the book of Acts chapter 1 verse number 8, that you shall receive the power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. I announce the power right now where you are watching. I announce the power right now as you are listening. I announce the power right now as you are preparing. In the name of Jesus, Jehovah, I declare authority, the grace to hear the word of God, the grace to see in the spirit, the grace to detect what the Father is saying and doing in our lives. Oh, just pray where you are. Father, I am announcing that with your children, they are favored. With their loved ones, they are favored. In their jobs, they are favored. In their businesses, they are favored. In their health, they are favored. You said in your word, Jesus, that by your stripes we were healed. This has happened already. My God, I praise you right now because of the healing. Oh, receive your healing. Where you're watching from, receive your healing. Whatever was not right in your body, I declare healing in the name of Jesus. If there is any family member, any relative, 
relative that is sick in the hospital at home wherever they may be i speak healing i announce healing i declare healing in the name of jesus this is what the lord has given us pray with me the bible says in the book of 1 corinthians chapter 14 that for he that speaks in a known tongue speaks not unto men but unto the spirit the word of god says for he speaks mysteries she speaks mysteries or begin to speak mysteries of your future begin to speak mysteries of your destiny begin to speak mysteries over your children begin to speak mysteries over your job begin to speak mysteries over over your marriage speak mysteries over your communities speak mysteries over every area of your life in the name of jesus i am not a victim i am no longer a failure i am no longer going to suffer i am no longer poor i am no longer lord a victim of society in the name of jesus every tactic that the enemy has been using against your life today i dismantle in jesus name every method every tool every weapon that satan has been using against you today i condemn in the name of jesus oh pray with me oh join me in prayer every ear every eye Every tongue, This fire is dismantling everything over your family. This fire is bringing about what belongs to you. You are no longer a failure. I refuse the spirit of a failure. I reject the spirit of a failure in the name of Jesus. Today I speak as a servant of the Lord. I pray that devil, it is no longer your time. You no longer have a hold over their life. They belong to Jesus. They belong to God Almighty. They belong to the kingdom of the Father. Oh, they are moving forward. They are moving upwards. They are breaking. They are dismantling every generational curse. They are coming out in the name of Jesus. Every spirit of poverty is no longer having a hold over their life. Every form of sickness is no longer having a hold over their body. In the name of Jesus, oh Lord, I am sending, I am sending healing. I am sending healing. I am sending healing in every house. I am sending healing over your finances. I am sending healing over your children. I am sending healing to every husband. Healing to every wife. Healing to every marriage. Healing to every finance situation healing to every relationship healing to every academic healing to every career healing to every destiny i send healing i send healing i send healing i want you to receive it oh enemy listen i put you under my feet because the word of god says i trample on you i crush you i break you in the name of jesus oh i want you to pray with me today we are no longer smiling with the enemy Today we are no longer smiling with the evil forces. Today we are no longer smiling with the things that we are not proud of. Today we are no longer smiling with our past. My past may have been bad. Today I am coming out in the name of Jesus. I may have suffered in my past relationship. Today I am coming out in the name of Jesus. My mind may have been captive with the tactics of the devil. Today I come out in the name of Jesus. You COVID-19 listen. As the children of God we are not bowing to you. We bow to the name of Jesus. We bow to the living God. We bow to the creator of the heavens and of the earth. I want you to pray with me. Lita Lisa Lemika Lumba. Alisha Lita Latika Kenina Mosa Dabakate. Alsi Luna Makapisha Lika Kasota. Asile Losono Makapa. Asintalika Lusa Tapake. Linte Olusho Lumuka Kapise. Linte Olusha Dabakate. Lipe Keti Sulumakasha. Lute Esinda Lekeki Sulumakapisa. Lempe 
Every ear that is hearing my voice, I want you to hear that God is saying to you that your life needs to change, your life needs to shift in the name of Jesus. Every eye that is watching and looking at me right now, I speak the favor, the grace of the Lord. You are no longer a victim of life. You are no longer a victim of failure. You are no longer a victim of the tactics of evil forces and the power in the name of Jesus. Your spirit of COVID-19, listen, we are rising as children of God today and we say that enough is enough. Enough is enough. Oh, Father, you are a God of war. You are a God who heals. You are a God who promotes. You are the God of favor. You are the God of justice. You are the God who loves. You are the God who protects. Oh, you are the father to the fatherless. You give way to those who are lost. You bring back those who had gone astray. Your love is everlasting. Your love is forever. You are Christ forever. Oh, my father, we are stepping up today. We are stepping out today. We are stepping up today in the name of Jesus. My God, I honor you. I appreciate you because every time I open my mouth, you hear me. And the Father, your word says in the book of First John that this is the confidence we have in him. That when we call upon his name, he hears us and he answers our prayer. Father, your word also says that the angels are our ministering spirits. I send angels in every house in the name of Jesus Christ. I send angels in every family in the name of Jesus. I send angels in every marriage in the name of Jesus. Lord, the plans your people are having, I declare that they are covered in the mighty name of Jesus. Every destiny, my Father, thank you that, Lord, it has been placed back where it belongs. It is moving forward and upwards in the mighty name of Jesus. My God, receive the praise. And as we are going to begin, my Lord, to meditate on your word, to search the scriptures, to speak on what you have placed upon my heart, I pray that every ear is attentive to hear the word of the Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you that God, every individual listening, oh Father, to these words which are coming from your word, your book of life, the living word. It is going to bring about a difference in the mighty name of Jesus. My God, I thank you. And I appreciate you. Holy Spirit, thank you for your taken control. Angels of God, thank you for you are deployed in every house, every place where your people are watching from. And even those who are listening to the audio, my God, I declare that they are favored in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. So we just needed to pray together uh, because that's what the Spirit placed upon my heart to do with you, that um, we needed to pray. And so we are not going to stop there. I'll continue to stand with you in prayer. And I want to say to you that um, whatever prayers, whatever desires, whatever needs you would like me to stand with you as a pastor, feel free to let me know. You can inbox me. You can whatever method of communication you have to me, um, feel free and do so. And I'll be standing and praying with you. I'll be praying for you. And trust me, God is going to do it for you. That much I know. So, um, once more, I am Pastor Tadala Malua, and I welcome you to this wonderful live session that we have um, through a friend of Jesus. Now, that's just a platform that the Lord has um, given us as a tool, as an avenue to reach to many souls. And um, every child belongs to a home, and I am proudly a son of Believers Assembly International Church, which is under the leadership of uh, Bishop Kapenga. Um, I'm a bishop and also in South Africa led by um, uh, Reverend Goodwill Stanley Kachingwe and um, the First Lady Mama Elizabeth Kachingwe. So honor and uh, respect. Thank you to everyone that has tuned in. 
I, I want us to look at a word today that has been given to me by the Lord on a title, Who I Am, Who You Are. Praise the Lord. The word that we are looking at today is Who I Am, Who You Are. Alright, so there is a gap in that children of God, daughters and sons of God don't understand who they are. They do not understand their identity. They do not understand the authority, the power which they carry. So today we are here to, to listen to what God has to say about who you are and who I am. Praise the Lord. And the best way to begin to answer or to speak about who you are and who I am is by looking at who God is. Praise the Lord. The reason for that is we are children of God. We were created in his image, in his likeness, according to the book of Genesis, which means everything about you should reflect to the Father, the Maker, Jehovah. Everything about me should reflect the Father, the Maker, Jehovah. And if we are able to understand who God is, if we are able to understand his characteristics, his ability, then you're going to understand exactly who you are. Praise the Lord. Now, a scripture that I'd like us to open with, uh, just so we know the reason why this is important, is the book of Hosea chapter 4. Let's just open our Bibles quickly. Um, let's look at the book of Hosea chapter 4. Hosea chapter 4, um, I'll read two verses, verse 1 and verse number 6. So most times we read verse number 6, we recite verse number 6, but I needed us to understand where verse number 6 is coming from. Something that the Spirit of the Lord has um, taught me over the years is that there is context to the Word of God. If I try to apply the Word of God out of context, I miss what the Lord is trying to say. If you apply the word of God out of context, you end up not understanding what the Father is trying to do with you. So it is important to apply the word of God in relation to the context. So Hosea chapter 4, verse number 1. Let me read. I'll be reading the um, King James Version. The word of God reads, Hear the word of the Lord, ye children of Israel. For the Lord has a controversy with the inhabitants of the land because there is no truth, problem number one, no mercy, problem number two, no knowledge, problem number three, of God in the land. So before we can get to verse number six that most people recite, we need to understand the reason why God said what he said in verse number six. And in verse 1, the Lord is saying that there was a problem in the land. Um, and the problem was in three parts. Part number one of the problem was that there was no truth. There was a lot of lying in the land. There was a lot of dishonesty in the land. And part of the problem number two was that there was no mercy. People did not show mercy to one another. Hallelujah. And the third part of the problem which we hear a lot is that there was no knowledge, no knowledge of the Lord, not just knowledge about the earth, not knowledge about your family, not knowledge about your career, not knowledge about your relationship, not knowledge about things that you are able to do, but rather knowledge of God. The Bible says God discovered that there was a lack of knowledge about God. And because people were lacking the knowledge of the Lord, people did not understand their identity. They did not understand who they are. So God had an issue. Verse number 6, Hosea chapter 4, let's go to verse number 6. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I will also reject you. Praise the Lord. That you shall be no priest to me. Seeing you have forgotten the law of your God, I will also forget your children. 
Today, we are talking about who I am. We are talking about who you are. And what we are saying is we need to first have the knowledge of God, the knowledge of the Father, the knowledge of how he operates, the knowledge of his word. And when we have that knowledge, we can answer that question of who you are and who I am. All right. So this was just to basically give us context. Um, listen to this. As human beings, we are very good at answering many questions. All right. As well as telling people who we think they are, what we think they need to do, how we think they need to do things. Just the nature of a human being. We are normally good at doing that. Now, listen, the most but very important question that everyone in life needs to answer is who am I? <laughs> Hallelujah. I can answer all the technical questions in engineering because that is my field. I can try answer all the questions pertaining to the kingdom of God through his word because I am a pastor. That is my office. I can try to answer all the questions or most of the questions about marriage because God has blessed me with marriage. I can try to answer all the questions about businesses or companies because I have businesses or I own companies. That is easy to do. But the most important question that I need to answer in life is who am I? Now, as an example, I can easily give an answer to that question by saying I am Tadala Malua. But the question has not been answered because someone will ask further to say, but who is Tadala Malua? It begins to get very interesting. It gets exciting because people are interest, interested to understand who is this man? Who is this pastor? Who is this husband? Who is this uncle, this father? Who is he really? Who is this engineer? Whatever capacity I may have in life, people are keen to know who is this person. Praise the Lord. This is why whenever you walk into an interview, they always ask a question to say, who, you know, tell us a bit about yourself. They don't want just to hear your name and where you're coming from and it ends there. No, but they're interested to know exactly the things about you. They want to know your background, your character, where you are coming from, what you have done, who your people are, what excites you, what makes you upset, what gets on your nerves. All those little things make uh, who you are. Praise the Lord. Now, listen, when we are saying who you are and who I am, what we are basically speaking about are your identity. What is your identity? When I say who you are, I am looking at your family or your bloodline. When I say who you are, I am talking about your tradition. When I say who you are, I am talking about your culture, your personality. When I say who you are, I am talking about your religious beliefs. When I am talking about who you are, I am referring to your career. I am referring to your background your likes, your dislikes, your educational background, all of that, when you put it together, it speaks about who you are and who I am. But is it enough if we cannot answer questions about Jehovah? Praise the Lord. Because remember, we are known as children of God. Meaning for anyone to understand us, they need to understand God first. Praise the Lord. Because he is the source, he is the origin. He is the one that has begun all of this. He is the one that created you and I in his own image, in his own likeness. So if we can understand him, then we are able to understand us. We are able to understand one another better. Let's go to the book of Exodus chapter 3. The book of Exodus chapter 3, we'll read verses 11 to 17. Exodus chapter 3, I'll read the message translation. Verse 11, Moses answered God, but why me? What makes you think that I could ever go to Pharaoh and lead the children of Israel out of Egypt? Verse 12, 
I'll be with you, God said. So what is happening is, from verse number one, this is a story of the calling of Moses. Okay? So we have heard it in Sunday school and in uh, many other places, uh, many other churches from many other servants of God where they speak about Moses and the burning bush. There's even songs about it. And from verse number 1 to verse number 10, we are reading and seeing the experience that Moses had and his reaction when he saw the burning bush, when God tells him to take off his sandals because where he was standing was holy. But in verse number 11, something interesting happens. So God is giving Moses an instruction to say that I need you to go to Pharaoh, who was a ruler, a king at the time, and I need you to go and tell him, to instruct him that he needs to let my people go the children of Israel, because they were in bondage in Egypt. And when Moses hears that God wants him to go to Pharaoh, understanding the character of Pharaoh, understanding the power that Pharaoh had, understanding that Pharaoh was ruthless, understanding the, you know, the torture that his own people were undergoing, Moses responds. He says, but God, why me? Praise the Lord. He says, why me? Why should I be the one to go there? God has chosen you in your family. He has called you first. You are the one that has received Jesus. You are the one who is believing. You are the one who is praying. You are fasting. You are going to church or, you know, participating in online, you know, uh, religious programs. And if the question now at times you are asking is, why me, Lord? When there is a need for you to pray for your family, you are saying, why me? When you are the first to go through challenges in your career for the sake of your family, you are asking the question, why me, Lord? When you are the one that is struggling with your children to send them to school, you are asking the question, why me, Lord? When your business is on the rock, when your business is struggling, it is on the verge of collapsing, you are asking the question, why me, Lord? Hallelujah. Does that sound familiar? You have got everyone or most people against you and you're asking the question, why me, Lord? Moses was asking the same question. And God is answering in verse number 12. He says, I'll be with you, God said, and this will be the proof that I am the one who sent you. When you, when you have brought my people out of Egypt, you will worship God right here at this very mountain. Verse number 13, then Moses said to God, suppose I go to the people of Israel and I tell them, the God of your father sent you and they ask me, what is his name? <laughs> Hallelujah. So Moses is saying, listen, God, perhaps I do heed to what you are saying. And I go, I tell the people, I tell um, Pharaoh that, listen, God is saying that he is going to deliver his people, set his people free, let his people go. And they ask me a question to say, who is this God? What am I going to say? And then what is his name? What do I tell them? So in order for you to answer who you are, you have to answer the important question about your name, your identity, your personality, who you are. Praise the Lord. Moses asked the same question about God. He said, God, I have heard that you are the God of Abraham. I have heard that you are the God of Isaac. I have heard that you are the God of Jacob. But what am I going to tell the people? Who are you, Jehovah? Who are you, God Almighty? Hallelujah. Verse number 14. God said to Moses, now this is an important answer. I am who I am. Today we are talking about who I am and who you are. Jehovah is saying to Moses, I am who I am. Praise the Lord. He continues to say, tell the people of Israel, I am has sent you. Hmm. What a difficult answer. And then he says, I am has sent you. And this, uh, let's look at verse number 16, all right? Verse number 16. He says, now be on your way. Gather the leaders of Israel. Tell them, God, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob appeared to me, saying, I have looked into what's done in Egypt to you. And I am determined to get you out of the affliction of Egypt and take you to a land of the Canaanites, the Hittites, 
the Amorite, the Perizzites, the Havites, and the Jebusites, a land bringing over with milk and honey. Now, listen. God is saying to Moses, I am has sent you. And added to that, he's saying to the people now an answer that they would relate to. He says, the God of your father Abraham is the one that Moses is talking about. The God of your father Isaac is the one that uh, Moses is talking about. The God of your father Jacob is the one that Moses is talking about. So God is bringing about the importance of understanding that God did not start moving today. That's an important revelation. Hallelujah. God did not start answering people today. He has been doing it for generations. God did not start healing people today. He has been doing that for generations. God did not start rescuing people today. He has been doing that for generations. That is who he is. It is, it is his nature to heal. It is his nature to bless. It is his nature to promote. It is his nature to bless. It is his nature to be good. Why? He has been doing that for generations. Hallelujah. Now, for you to answer the question or for you to answer the statement who you are, for me to be able to say properly or clearly who I am, I need to look at three things. Number one, God. Number two, the Son, Jesus Christ. And number three, I need to look at myself. All right? So we have just answered about God and who he is. Look at Matthew chapter 16. Matthew chapter 16. We are talking about who I am, who you are. When you understand who you are, you are not going to cry over sickness. When you understand who you are, you are not going to cry over problems or challenges in your marriage. When you understand who you are, you are not going to cry over issues in your place of employment. When you understand who you are, you are not going to cry over challenges in your business. When you understand who you are, you are not going to cry when you see that your children are misbehaving. When you understand who you are, you are not going to complain when you hear your name on the tongues of people. When you understand who you are, you are not going to cry because situations appear to be difficult. When you understand who you are, you are not going to give up in life easily. When you understand who you are, you are no longer going to entertain negativity. When you understand who you are, you are not going to allow oppression to take control over your life. When you understand who you are, you cannot allow lack to dominate over your life. When you understand who you are, you are not going to allow oppression to take over your life. When you understand who you are, you cannot sit idle without speaking to the Father. When you understand who you are, you always find the good in every situation. When you understand who you are, if you feel something is not right inside of you, you command it, you speak healing, you speak clarity, you speak wholeness. Why? Because you know that you have everything from within. Praise the Lord. Your makeup has God in it. Your DNA has God in it. Your character has God in it. Your personality has God in it. Hallelujah. You walk into places and you dominate. You begin to speak that this is my time. You begin to speak that this is my moment. You begin to speak that I am going to make it. You begin to speak that I am not going to be defeated. You begin to speak that I am not going to keep silent, but I am going to take over. You command things. You say no in the name of Jesus. Why? You understand who you are. You understand who has created you. You understand what the Father expects of you. You understand that from the book of Genesis, everything has been put in place for your sake. Praise the Lord. Matthew chapter 16. Matthew chapter 16, verse 13 to 19. I'll read the Passion Translation. The Bible reads verse 13. When Jesus came to Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples this question. What are the people saying about me? Hallelujah. Now, if you want to answer the question who you are, if you want to know who you are, if you want to know your identity, then you need to also understand what are people saying about you. Hallelujah. Because, you see, people will always know what's happening with you through your behavior, through your character. I can be in denial 
But believe me, by people watching my life, by people studying my behaviors, looking at how I speak, listening to how I speak, they can easily pick up who I am. They can easily pick up who my father is. They can easily pick up what kingdom I am from. They can easily pick up and know whether I am a positive person or a negative person. Why? Just by speaking words, people will know. Just by my body language, people can tell that this man is not confident. Just by hearing my remarks, people can say that, no, this man is not confident. This man is not positive. But just by looking at the way I move and I do things, people can also say that there is something about this man. There is something about this gentleman this person is going somewhere. Why? Because they can see. So Jesus is saying to his disciples, you have been with me as my disciples. You know most of my secrets. You watch me. You listen to me pray. I teach you most of the time. Now I have a question for you. What have you heard from people regarding who I am? What are people saying about me? What are people saying are my abilities? Are people saying that Jesus is able are people saying that Jesus is a healer? Are people saying that in my name they can cast out demons? Are people saying that I am a messiah? Are people saying that I am the savior of the world? Are people saying that God has sent me? Are people believing in my words? When people are oppressed, they trust that when they call in my name, when they call upon my name, they will be saved. Jesus was interested. He was keen to know what are people saying about him, who I am who you are and the word of god says verse number 14 they answered some are convinced you are john the baptizer others say you are elijah reincarnated or jeremiah or one of the prophets verse number 15 is important Hallelujah. But who do you say that I am? Now remember, God has said to Moses from the book of Exodus, that say to the people, I am has sent you. Hallelujah. Say to the people that I am is going to deliver them. Say to the people that I am has got their backs. Say to the people that I am watches over them. Say to the people that I am will never leave them. And Jesus is saying that, but who do you say that I am? Hallelujah. People have said Jesus is X. People have said Jesus is Y. People have said Jesus is over here. People have said Jesus is over there. People have said Jesus was yesterday. People have said Jesus was today. But my question is, what are you saying about me? The Lord wants to know. Are you bold enough to proclaim that I am a healer? Are you bold enough to proclaim that I change lives? Are you bold enough to proclaim that I am light according to the book of John chapter 1? Are you bold enough to proclaim that I am life? Are you bold enough to proclaim that when things are not moving, I, Jesus, can rescue you? Are you bold enough to say that Jesus can change lives? Are you bold enough to say that Jesus can restore families? Are you bold enough to say that Jesus can forgive? That's what Jesus wants to know. That if you are saying that uh, people are saying I am Elijah, people are saying I am Moses, people are saying I am one of the prophets, the question is, what are you saying about me? Hallelujah. We want to know who I am. We want to know who you are. Hallelujah. Most of the time we are fighting with our wives men that are married, because we don't know who we are. Most of the times we are fighting with our husbands because women, we don't know who we are. Most of the time we are fighting with our parents as children because we don't know who we are. Most of the time we are fighting with our pastors, our prophets, our evangelists, our apostles, our elders in the church because we don't understand who we are. Most of the time we are speaking negative about our world leaders. We are busy gossiping. Why? We don't know who we are. We are complaining. We are saying, we cannot make it in our academics because we don't understand who we are. Hallelujah. If we understand who we are, we cannot be easily deceived. Praise the Lord. When we understand who we are, we cannot allow a lie to make us believe that it is a truth. When we understand who we are, we cannot allow words that we are hearing outside to determine our future. 
When we understand who we are, we cannot allow yesterday's failures to determine our tomorrow. When we understand who we are, we cannot allow ah, whatever negative happened a few moments ago to determine our future. When we understand who we are, we know that when we pray, God is hearing us. We know that we can command. We know that we can declare. We know that we have authority. We know that we have power. Why? We understand who we are. Ask yourself, do I know who I am? Praise the Lord. Wherever you're watching or listening, I want you to be sincere with yourself. Ask yourself this question. Who am I? Ask yourself that question and do you have an answer? Who am I? Praise the Lord. Let's go back to the book of Matthew, hmm. verse number 17. Jesus replied, my, my. Let's go back to verse number 15. Jesus asked, verse 16, Simon Peter spoke up. Jesus has just asked a question to his disciples. Who do people say that I am? And they have given answers. And in verse number 16, Simon Peter spoke up and said, you are the anointed one, the son of the living God. You are the Christ, the King James Version says. Now Christ means the anointed one. So Peter says, you are the Christ. I know who you are. You are the anointed one. I know who you are. You are the savior. I know who you are. You are my healer. I know who you are. You are my redeemer. I know who you are. You have got love for me. I know who you are. You, I find a favor in you. I know who you are. I have got a future in you. I know who you are. In your name, I can command. I know who you are. I have got authority in you, Jesus. And listen to what Jesus said. Verse number 17, Jesus replied, you are favored and privileged Simon, son of Jonah, for you didn't discover this on your own, but my father in heaven has supernaturally revealed it to you. Listen, for you to answer the question who you are, or for you to understand who you are, you need supernatural wisdom. Hmm. That's a good one. For me to understand who I am, I need heavenly intervention. Why? Because I am a spirit being. Hallelujah. Man is in three parts. The spirit, the soul, and the body. If you go back to the book of Genesis, chapter 2, the Bible says in, in chapter 1 um, of Genesis, that's where God spoke man from verse 26. When you go to chapter 2 of Genesis, the Bible says God formed the man from the dust. Hallelujah. But after he formed the man, man was not living yet. Praise the Lord. But God breathed his life, his breath into this being that he had formed, into this lifeless being that he had formed. And the Bible says the man became a living soul, a living being, after being breathed into by God's spirit. Praise the Lord. So you, you, your spirit is the life of God, is the very nature of God, is the very character of God. Your spirit is that force that cannot be denied, that force that cannot be stopped. And then you have your soul that goes with your feelings, your five senses, which goes by emotions. And then lastly, you have got the body, the flesh in which your spirit has been placed in. That's why when we leave this earth, we leave the body behind because it came from the earth. Hallelujah. So the word of God is saying heaven has supernaturally revealed it to you. So for you to understand who you are, for me to understand who I am, I needed the word of God. This is why we started out from the book of Hosea, where the word of God was speaking about knowledge. Do you now understand? When I began, I said, let's look at the book of Hosea, chapter 4, verses 1 and 6, where we are learning about knowledge. And here, this is a reason. Because for you to have that understanding of who you are, you need God to assist you in understanding that. How will he assist you? Through the Holy Spirit who has been given to you as a helper. Praise the Lord. Let's correct something. Hallelujah. Let's fix something. 
God is no longer doing things. Ah, that's a controversial statement. And you are thinking, how? What do you mean, pastor? Let me repeat that. God is not longer doing things. The Bible says in the book of Genesis chapter 1 that after God had made everything, what happened on the sixth day? The Bible says God finished everything and then he went into rest. <laughs> Hallelujah. There is no verse in the word of God that says God has come out of his rest. If you have that verse, please share it with me. <laughs> Hallelujah. The word of God is saying that after God created the heavens, the earth, and everything within it and created Adam and Eve, the Bible says God had gone into rest. He had rested. He rested from all that he had made. Bear in mind, the reason why that is so is because everything has been placed in the earth. Who I am, who you are. You are self-sufficient. Praise the Lord. God has placed everything inside of you. The trick is you need to understand who you are. Hallelujah. That's why today's message is so important. It is a pivotal message because if I cannot define, if I cannot understand who I am, I'll keep blaming God for my misfortunes. I'll keep going before God and saying, Father, do it for me. But the question is, what is he supposed to do for you? What is he supposed to do for me when he has already done it? Praise the Lord. <laughs> so what I'm saying is God has given you and I everything already. Everything. There is nothing that we don't have. Added to that, God from the book of John chapter 14, verse 16, the Bible says Jesus Christ was speaking to the disciples and he said, I am leaving because I am returning to my father, but I am not going to leave you as orphans. But I am going to pray to my father that he is going to give you another comforter, a helper. Hallelujah. So when I am saying that God is no longer doing things, it is because that's what the word of God is saying. He has given you and I everything we need. He has on top of that given us the Holy Spirit to help us. Therefore, we have got everything we need only if we understand who we are. Hallelujah. So when we are praying, when we are speaking, we need to know what are we saying. We need to understand what are we asking for because we pray prayers out of ignorance. That's why the Bible says my people perish for lack of knowledge. We don't have the knowledge and that's the reason why we are praying prayers that are foolish. We are praying prayers that indeed have no meaning. We are praying prayers that when the father is listening, he's saying, but how can you say to me that I must do this for you when I have already done it? What more do you want? Hallelujah. So today we need to define who we are. We need to understand who I am, who you are, in that God has given everything already. We need to be active. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews that now faith is the substance of the things hoped for. Faith is that ability, that career. Faith is that uh, tool, that weapon, uh, that key. Faith is the key to your job. Faith is the key to your happiness. Faith is the key to your peace. Faith is the key to your answers. Faith is the key to your healing mind. If you follow the life of Jesus, everything was done out of faith. The miracles that he was performing, you will hear him saying faith, 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 faith. Why? Because God has already equipped you and I with the keys. The keys are here in your hand. I mean, I have prayed. I have prayed the prayer myself of saying God open doors. But what doors is God supposed to open when he has given you the key? <laughs> Hallelujah. Listen to the question again. How is God supposed to open a door for you or for me when he has already given you the key? Praise the Lord. We need knowledge. We need wisdom. We need understanding. We need to know who we are. We need to know exactly what our capacity is for us to enjoy this life. Now, let me finish in uh, Matthew. It says, uh, determined to go affliction of Egypt, uh, the Hittites, the Amorites, and uh, no, 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 that's uh, Exodus. Verse number 18, right? Of Matthew, verse number 18. The Bible reads, I give you the name Peter, a stone, and this truth of who I am be the bedrock foundation on which I will build my church, 
my legislative assembly and the power of death will not be able to overcome. I will give you the keys of heaven. Listen, Mike, if you're watching with me, I want you to pay attention. This is an important revelation. Verse number 19, Jesus says, I give you the keys of heaven's kingdom. Hmm. Why are we asking God if to open doors? Because Christ is saying, I have already given you the keys. The keys I have handed over to you. The keys I have entrusted to you. Who are you? Who you are. Who I am. You have the keys. And he says, the keys of heaven's kingdom realm to forbid on earth that which is forbidden in heaven and to release on earth that which is released in heaven. If you want healing, hallelujah, Christ is saying, I have given you the keys to your healing. You have to release it because as you release it, we are going to release it in heaven. Praise the Lord. If you are looking for a happy life, you have the keys. Release it. As you release it on earth, we are going to release it in heaven. That's the word of God. If you are looking for peace in your family, release it with the keys Christ has given you. And as you are releasing it on earth, we are releasing it in heaven. That's what Jesus is saying. Hallelujah. You have got the keys in your hand. You just need to know who you are. Security cannot ask who you are if you are the owner of the company. <laughs> Thank you, Holy Spirit. When you are approaching a company that belongs to you, or a house that belongs to you, and there are security guards, security officers who have been deployed to look after the place, when you arrive as the owner, they cannot ask you who you are, who are you? No, they just greet you and say, oh, thank you, you're welcome, sir. Why? Because it is yours. You are the owner. Now, Christ has entrusted you and I with keys in our hands. Why are we going around acting like we are tenants? We are supposed to be landlords. We are supposed to control. We are supposed to be in charge. But the problem is we are leaving our keys at home and expecting to open the door when we arrive. Hallelujah. Hmm. Quickly, let's look at you and I. Uh, stop asking for what is already yours. This is a remark. This is a, a comment that I would like you to write if you can. Write it wherever you can. If you have got a piece of paper, a book, if you have got your tablet, your phone, wherever you, you can write. Write this statement. Stop asking for what is already mine. Stop asking for what is already mine. I cannot keep asking for my peace because Christ is a prince of peace and peace is mine. I cannot keep asking for open heaven, open. I mean, these are prayers we pray, unfortunately, out of ignorance. Now, what heaven are you asking to be open? Because Christ is saying he has given you keys of heaven and earth. Keys are in your hands. You just have to say it. You just have to open. So why are we going and praying to the Lord out of ignorance? Hallelujah. We should not go before God and ask him to say, Lord, heal me. How is he supposed to heal you when he has already done it? The Bible says by his stripes, you were healed. Meaning the healing was already done. You only need to access it. You only need to take it. You only need to believe it. Why? It is already yours. That is who you are. Hallelujah. Enough with the struggles. Operate like who you are. We need to wake up, snap out of it. And operate as people who understand our position. People who understand our place. Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3. I'll read the Passion Translation. Verse number 3, the Bible reads, Every spiritual blessing in heavenly realm has been lavished upon us. My God. Wait, take a moment. Hmm. Father, I thank you and I worship you. I bless you, Lord, for this revelation. This is knowledge, my God, beyond understanding. This is knowledge, my Father, that is enriching. This is knowledge, my God, that is going to cause your people to reach far in life. Ephesians chapter 1, verse number 3. I want you to read with me. Read with me, Ephesians chapter 1, verse number 3. Let me read the Passion Translation once more for you. Every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realm has already, has already, it is not going to be. No, 
it has already i wanted to sink in it has already been lavished upon us as a love gift as a love gift from our wonderful heavenly father the father of our lord jesus Oh, because he sees us. I love this. He sees us wrapped in Christ. It gives me goosebumps just reading this. Because the word of God is saying, Oh, because God sees you wrapped in Jesus. Ha! Hallelujah. God sees you wrapped in Jesus. When God looks at Jesus, you are inside Jesus. When God looks at your marriage, it is inside Jesus. When God looks at your destiny, it is inside Jesus. When God looks at your health, it is inside Jesus. When he looks at your family, your marriage, everything about you, it is inside Jesus. The word of God says it is wrapped in Jesus Christ. This is why we celebrate him with all our hearts. To answer that question, who you are or who I am, you are in Jesus. Jesus said this, I am in my father and my father is in me. And if you are in me, then I am in you. Meaning you are also in my father. <laughs> Hallelujah. Understand the equation. Christ is saying, Jesus Christ is in God. And God is in Jesus Christ. Alright? Jesus Christ is in you. And you are in Jesus Christ. Even the word is confirming here that you are wrapped inside Jesus. You are found inside Jesus. Meaning, you are also in God. Why? Because Christ is in God. So you cannot be in Christ and not be in God. That would be an error. That is who you are. Hallelujah. You are in God. This is why the Bible says in the beginning that uh, you were created in his likeness, in his image. You cannot be separated from God. My, listen to that. You cannot be separated from God. Hallelujah. My, my, my. You have got the life of God, the life of Christ inside of you. You have got the mind of Christ, the mind of the Father inside of you. Hmm. Ephesians is important. I want you to go back, read that chapter 1 again and understand what the Father is saying. Let me quickly look at verse 19 and 20 of the same Ephesians chapter 1. Verses 19 and 20. 19. I pray that you will continually experience the immeasurable greatness I pray that you continue to experience the immeasurable greatness of God's power made available to you through what? Faith. That's why I was saying faith is your key. Faith is your key. Now, the Lord Jesus, Apostle Paul is saying here that I, continue, I pray that you continually to experience the immeasurable greatness of God's power made available to you through faith then your lives will be an advertisement. My, 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 listen. Your life needs to be an advertisement, an advertisement for the kingdom of God. Your life needs to be an advertisement of what God can do. My, what a revelation. Your life needs to be an advertisement of what an ideal family needs to look like. Your children needs to reflect what the children, the ideal children are like. Why? Because God is saying, the word of God is saying, you you need to be an advertisement. When people hear me speak, I need to advertise the nature of God. That people hear my voice and they say, wow, we can hear the love of God. Why? I'm an advertisement. When people see my accomplishments, they should see indeed that, wow, God is being advertised. He is able. When people see the happiness of your relationship, the happiness of your family. It should not be a surprise why you are advertising what God's kingdom is all about. I love this. And he says, of this immense power that is at work through you, this is mighty power, verse 20, that was released when God raised Christ from the dead and exalted him to the place of the highest honor and the supreme authority in heavenly realm. <laughs> Take this. Take this, write it down. Um, take it, take it, write it down. Acts chapter 3, verse 6. Acts chapter 3, verse 6. Then Peter said, I don't have money, but I'll give you this 
by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, stand up and walk. Peter was demonstrating the power. Hallelujah. He says, listen, I don't have money. I don't have anything. But what I have in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. Why? Because I have the power inside of me. That is who I am. <laughs> Understanding who you are makes you to do things that people cannot understand. Now, um, I'll not read this with you now, but I want you just to write it. Um, Romans chapter 8, verse 31 to 39. Romans chapter 8 verse 31 to 39 you're going to see about um, you know the power of God you're going to see about the things that cannot stop you from being great hallelujah and um, the very last verse that I want you to write down is Mark, uh, John chapter 14 verse 12 John chapter 14 verse 12 we have been talking about who I am and who you are and what we have come to learn is that God is I am. He is everything. And he has done it all for us already. And we have also learned that Jesus Christ is the anointed one of God and that we are wrapped inside him. And he has handed to us the keys. So the keys are in your hand. The keys are in my hand. You just need to begin to exercise to open those doors through faith. Okay, um, now Romans chapter 10 verse 9 and 10 is a, is a portion of scripture that speaks about being born again. The things that I've been teaching and preaching about now, you may not fully understand them. They may not make sense if you are not born again. If you have not given your life to Jesus by confessing with your mouth and believing in your heart that Jesus is Lord. So I want to say to you that if you have not yet given your life to Jesus, reach out to me. And I'll pray with you, all right? And in the meantime, you can look at the book of Romans, chapter 10, verses 9 and 10, where it speaks about being born again. And um, once you reach out to me, I am ready and I am glad to pray with you so I can lead you to Jesus. I can help pray with you so that you can surrender your life to Jesus, okay? Let's pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you and I bless you, my God, for this awesome time that we had. My Father, you put upon my heart to speak on a message who I am, to speak on a message who you are, and you have identified and clearly spoken who we are, my God. I pray that, Father, may this not end here, but continue to speak, to minister to your people in the mighty name of Jesus. My God, thank you for in their homes, my God, they are operating as people who understand their identity. Lord, receive the praise for you are good, you are great, you are awesome. As they begin a new week, thank you, Father, that they are going to dominate for they know who they are. Lord, I thank you. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Um, thank you for your time. And um, I am wishing you a lovely afternoon and a beautiful week ahead. Just keep mentioning, keep opening and keep declaring because indeed it is all for you. Um, God bless you. And bye-bye.